Hey everybody, Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. Make sure to listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. <laughs> Wrestling POV is preposterous, is obnoxious, is atrocious, is ridiculous, is churlish, is interesting, but stupid! Wrestling POV is your point of view, bring you 20 years of change in the wrestling business. From the spotlight to the polls, from birthdays to hot tech news. Wrestling news, rumors, and injury reports Covered by the greatest in the whole damn sport This week in wrestling, who made the book? Five seconds, shelf full, pay-per-view, points, games Love, peace, and wrestling is what they're all about So sit back, kick back, and hear them all out My goodness, no one is safe from the release <laughs> No Nobody is. Uh, we knew it was coming. Yeah. We knew NXT was coming. They were going to have their day. Yeah. Could you imagine being in NXT and just like, wow, we survived. And then all of a sudden, a couple weeks later, no. Yeah. Now, there's a couple things I wanted to talk about. One of them was, um, of course, I know you have this in your news, but I want to talk about it now. Velveteen Dream. Oof, yes. Uh, is that a big hit? No. NXT? It's not. No. He hasn't wrestled in a while. Yeah, he hasn't done anything in a while. No. Towards the end of his run with WWE, it started getting stale. Yeah. They didn't really know what to do with him. He started wearing, like, shower caps. Yeah. (laughs) And I know it's not a shower cap. (laughs) It's a relaxer, you know. It's a silky. He wore a silky. And it was just like, you're not being true to your character. Yeah. Um, yeah. I felt like, you know what I felt like it was? His end of the run, and it's funny that we mentioned this, it was like when Goldust was with Luna Vachon. I felt like it was, now he was just teetering on just weirdness instead yeah. of just being yeah. his character that but he was. I honestly, I don't, I didn't see nothing wrong with that because it was different. You yeah. know, we haven't seen something like that in a very long time. He had a good character. Um, my thing is, I think what hurt him was um, like the one NXT pay-per-view when he wore the tights that said, call me up, Vince. Yeah. You know, he's always itching to go on the main roster and all this other stuff. So I think, honestly, I think his ego got the best of him. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's um, you know, I think that's what happened with him, basically. Yeah. So, I don't And plus, with the allegations, too, nothing was really, you know, cemented. Uh, yeah. Cemented. Yeah. And, and, and they didn't really talk about it much. I mean, they brought him back. They brought him back for a reason. Yeah. And but that, no, they didn't bring him back. They can let him continue to stay there. Um, and it's, that's for a reason. Uh, either they found out it wasn't true, or I don't, I don't know. Fans weren't forgiving of it, though. Oh, Fans so. were. They, they, I feel like the fans are the reason why he got released. Mm-hmm. I think uh, they were really hostile towards him. They did not like seeing him on TV. Uh, the tweets would go out every week about how they wanted him fired. Yeah. Um, so uh, their wish was their command, I guess. They got it. <laughs> they got what they wanted. Now, where did you see him going, though, with the, with the baggage that he, he carries with him? Honestly, I think he's young enough to 
restart his career mm-hmm. years down the line. I don't think he gets signed anytime soon. Really? I yeah. think he'll be back in WWE, I'll tell you that much. It's a possibility, but I don't think he gets signed. AEW is going to stay away from that. Impact, maybe. No. Maybe Impact. Or, <laughs> I think Impact standards are low, so I think they would true. sign him right away. He might go there, or he might... Uh, New Japan might take mm. him. I don't know. I mean... Like well, uh, that's true. They they do stand to g- gather what people don't want to see. I feel mm-hmm. like, yeah. yeah. And then the interesting thing about the other release, uh, Alexander Wolf was also released too. Yeah, put out a statement, and it was something that I had said a long time ago. I'm talking about like last year uh, during the pandemic when they were starting to do all these releases anyway, I made a comment and I said, you know what? WWE is a billion dollar company and they releasing these guys. They're only saving what? One or 2 million. Yeah. They're a billion dollar company. Dr. Evil said that. And uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying though? They only saved, you saved $2 million. You put everybody's job on the line and then fired or let go all these people to save $2 million. They don't, WWE has the money. They don't need to, they were okay. And that's what Alexander Wolf said. He said that, you know, I don't get it. It's fine. I'm I'm taking this with a grain of salt. I'm going to move forward. Uh, he's also selling his Imperium gear. <laughs> and so nice. if you want to reach out to him, he can, he'll sell you one of his Imperium gears. But my thing is, is that he said exactly this. He said, WWE, you know, they didn't have to do these releases. They have enough money to do not. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. he's quite upset of it. So. He wasn't upset of that, of him being released. He was upset of the fact that they're releasing these guys and they got money. It's not like they were losing money anyway. Even during the pandemic, they were still on TV. They were still on TV. What what organization was, I I think maybe what, one or two episodes they did just uh, replays, I think, during the pandemic? Yeah, yep. Tell me what other sports teams out there did that, yeah. you know, until they, t- until they got to the uh, no, no, uh, uh, you know, you can play, but it's got to be in the empty arena or stadium. You know what I'm saying? No, I got what, you. Yeah. What other sports team did that? What other news did that? Nobody. None of them. Well, WWE let's just also able to do their shit live. I'm going to take your stick here and uh, play devil's advocate. And uh, <laughs> my line. When, when's the last time we saw Jessamine Duke, uh, Vanessa Bourne, Ezra Judge, Skylar Story, Kavita DeVee, Jake Clemens? Exactly. <laughs> Ezra Judge. All <laughs> these people. All mm-hmm. these people, we've never seen them. That's like Bo Dallas. That's like Curtis Axel still has a job. I and agree. it's like, why? I agree, but here's the deal. They have so much talent. They do. They got a lot of talent. And sometimes, I'm sorry to say, but they repeat uh, the same people on TV all the time. Absolutely. They they repeat that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's why, honestly, I don't mind the three hours of Raw. 
I really don't because they, there's so much shit they can tell with all this talent that they got that they can do that in that three hour time slot. That's why I was SmackDown was a three hour time slot. Yeah. You know, they three can hours do more with it. Yeah. Then they can do more with it, you know, but my thing. And, and now I hear, I heard this. I know we're people we're, I know we're all over the place, but that's our job. But yes. I heard that. I don't know how much this is true that Vince McMahon will never, ever make another John Cena or The Rock or Stone Cold. Yeah. It's, I mean, what do you think of that? I, I think he would if he had somebody like a John Cena or The Rock. But I, I, I don't see it afraid anymore. that they're going to leave if they get this startup? I mean, dude, you may, you're a billionaire. I don't know how many times I got to say that. He's a, a couple billionaire. billion more times. <sighs> That'd be the whole show. Yeah. Anyway, should we get started with the show? <laughs> yeah. Mr. Tony Diaz and Rick Serrano, the third yeah. year. You know? I mean, Clay Cummings still dealing with his uh, hemorrhoids. So. Yeah. Oh, that poor guy. Go to yeah. it. Yeah. All right. This week's spotlight, Luna Vajon. Yes. Vajon. Oh, have you? Vajon. Rick, take it away. Luna Vachon, I mean, Luna Vachon, first of all, I was shocked when I did my research here and found out her name was Gertrude. Gertrude? That's the name of one of the scariest women in professional wrestling history? And I say that because that's what our spotlight's about. Was Luna Vachon the scariest woman in wrestling history? Now, you got, I know you guys are going to throw out Bull Nakano, right? She was scary. scary. You're going to... You're going to throw out Alexa Bliss from today, right? She's pretty scary. You got Abaddon, who's pretty scary. Yeah. China was scary. Nicole Bass was scary. It's like we have a lot of women that were scary during those times. Sensational uh, Sherry. Scary Sherry. Yeah, yeah, I just said that. She was scary. <laughs> um, scary Sherry. Look at, yeah, I mean, Luna Vachon. Was she the scariest? Let me tell you something right now. She had the like looking tattoos. She had the haircut. She had the voice that was yeah. just ear raping. It was just. <coughs> <laughs> oh man, can't do that again. Mm-mm. But no, it was just terrible. Like, yeah, she was a living nightmare. Yeah. But the thing is, it was such a small package. Like Alexa Bliss is five foot. Yeah. Blue Vachon was tipping around that height you know she wasn't the yeah. biggest woman in the world mm. but she was she was scary yeah. I, i'm looking at it right now she was actually five foot six so she was in the middle there yeah. um but she she was definitely scary was she the scariest i believe so i believe she was absolutely the scariest woman to ever lace them up in wwe also a wwe hall of famer by the way yeah. So WWE knows how much value she brought. Her family brought. Her dad was a nightmare, you mm-hmm. know. So um, I have to say, yeah, Luna Vachon was the scariest woman in WWE history. What do you think? No, I I'm gonna go. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say yes because back in the day, and what people's got to understand is back in the day you had and. I'm not throwing people off, but I'm just trying to make my point here. Um, you had the Road Warriors, okay? Yep. Road Warriors, what were, what set them apart from everybody else? It was their look. The way yep. they acted. They acted like they were the Road Warriors. If you ever uh, – well, they are the Road Warriors. I'm talking about the movie. Uh-huh. 
we'll talk about the movie the road warrior with uh, mel gibson if you ever seen that movie that's that's almost their character you know they were like just um what do you call them? outlaws so to speak different and scary looking too they both were you mean to tell me a tag team that was going up against the road warriors legion of doom whoever you want to call them was like yeah yeah i'll, I'll face that <laughs> no like, i gotta face these guys Luna Vachon was the same way. And she set herself apart from everybody else, from every woman out there. She wasn't about the glam. She wasn't about looking pretty. She didn't, she could care fucking less. She had a mohawk for Christ's sake. What women did you see back in that day had a mohawk? That's true. That's true. She had that shit drawn over her face and her head. Not many women did that back in that time. Not, her voice, you know, Rick, between you and Seth Rollins, I don't know who nailed her voice better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like her voice is different. It wasn't the typical woman, well, had, you know, my name is, you know, no, she didn't want to be none of that. Yeah. What I would like to know is if, if that was her, 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 her whole career, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That's what I want to know, because, you know, you know, hey, everybody's career starts different. For Christ's sake, look at uh, The Undertaker. Was he The Undertaker his whole career? No, he was not. He was Mark Calloway at one time. Yeah, he was redhead as redhead can be. Okay, you look at uh, who else is another example? Uh, Roman Reigns. Let's just say Roman Reigns. You look at him now. He wasn't like that before. He didn't look like that before, you know. That, you know, it was a good example. <laughs> Becky Lynch, look at how she is now. But do you remember when she first started? No? Yeah. She was a flight attendant. <laughs> she was a flight attendant. But not only that, her her gimmick when she got into wrestling was the Irish step dance. Yeah. That's how she came into the ring as. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. No, that's not her. So, you know, I'm curious to know with Luna if she did, if that was her whole gimmick since Well, then. no, so it wasn't. I can tell you that for sure. Um, she did rest, wrestle on the Moolah's all-women's promotion. I remember in that. Her, in the beginning, and she went as Angel Vachon. Oh. Um, she also went as Princess Luna. So I, I, I think we can tell by the names that yeah. she was definitely not Luna Vachon the yeah. whole time. Yeah, but but, but see, uh, but, that, but that's what I'm saying. I'm wondering if she even cut her promos like a normal woman instead of that, you know, that like that. Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, I think she's one of the scariest because even still, you know, she was not afraid uh, to go at it with the men either. No, you know, she did it. She got slapped by women too, by men too. Yeah, she, did. she didn't care. She liked it. Makes me think. Hmm. <laughs> married a couple of times she even was with uh gangrel yes she was with gangrel yep what did she die born again um she still i'm not sure no she died. No, she did pass away yeah of what um i'll look into that right now i also do know that she did uh she was a she was bipolar also as well really? i learned about that yep she uh did that uh she also lost all of her memorabilia in a house fire no. so uh yeah 
Um, she passed away at the age of 48. Oh, man, of an overdose of oxycodone and uh, benzodiazepine. Oh, wow. So, an overdose of drugs. I didn't know that. Yeah. 48? She, How, yeah. In 2009? 2010. 2010. Oh, wow. 11 years ago. Holy shit. Yeah. So, she would have been 59, right? She was 48. 48. No, I'm not, I mean right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd be fifty nine right? now. Yeah, um, yeah. She, at some point, she became addicted to the pain medication after going to uh, rehab that oh, WWE wow. paid for in two thousand nine. Um, oh, wow. I can tell you that her ashes. She was cremated, and her ashes were scattered at a ranch uh, formerly owned by her friend Andre the Giant. No way. Yeah, she was that close to him. Um, but yeah, man. Sad story, but yeah, I honestly yeah. getting back to this whole spotlight thing, yeah, she's one thousand percent the scariest woman yeah. uh in the business. And on our Instagram page, Sean Bigman says the woman that erased the line between genius and insanity, the woman <laughs> that erased the line between beauty and beast. Mm-hmm. And I think that's beautifully written. Like this yeah. we don't we don't get comments like this no, often. No. This is beautifully written but again it's not what we're asking <laughs> <laughs> but he's right though either way no he's absolutely she no. definitely rolled that line um, now let me ask you a question though before you go on to the next comment do you really think that i said how she would be right now 59 do you yeah. think she would still be involved in wrestling i think in some way yeah i think definitely i think people like yes and i think people like alexa bliss would definitely be picking her brain yes you know? Oh, yeah. Imagine Luna with the Fiend. Woof. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah. Go crazy. We got uh, Floyd on Twitter says, Luna Vachon is a legend uncrowned. I wish the WWF's women's title was blessed with Luna. That's true. <laughs> wow. That is, that's just crazy. Nah. Wow. What's I'm- crazy is 80% of the people say yes. She was the scariest woman in WWE history, and 20% say no. Wow. Holy shit, man. Unbelievable. Well, hey. I want to watch some Luda Vachon stuff now. Like, you I really want to go back and really check it out, because she was just amazing, man. You're going to have to, yeah. Um, that's So that's it for your spotlight. Uh, do you have a sneak peek into next week? Uh, no, I don't. We'll find out. <laughs> next week (laughs) all right with that being said it is time for the wrestling news from around the wait yeah the world right yeah that one yeah take it away rick all right before we do that let's get into some birthdays all right the blue meanie turns 48 years old jesus christ seriously yeah i mean that guy is holding on to that character for as long as he like is he's another if, one. I wonder how he started out as because you know he yeah. wasn't all this time. No, definitely not. I mean, it definitely took over. I mean, the dancing and stuff the that thing? he did was definitely bizarre. Um <laughs> speaking of bizarre, Alistair Black turns 36 years old. Yeah. Yeah, he's he, he's back <laughs> in um, black. Yeah, what do you think of the new look? Uh yeah, exactly. He's wearing exactly. the white contact. Yeah. Oh, who created? Yeah. Yeah. It did look creepy at once for like a second when I saw yeah. it. Oh, yeah. okay. And then I was like, okay, I'm over it. All right, I'm over it. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. 
Um, yeah. Welcome back, Alistair Black. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, it is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. We here at Wrestling POV Podcast are men of integrity. Yes. So when we're wrong, we are able to admit to it. So last week or the week before, I believe I reported that Paige had a multiple surgeries. Turns out that was a facade. Really? Um, she said that uh, she put up a filter, and that's what it was. But she made everybody believe that she had this plastic surgery. Now, that goes really? to show you that people will believe anything. I mean, I did my, mm-hmm. my, I did my extensive yourself. research. You know, I had sources tell me, yo, this is legit. And she bamboozled us. She pulled the wool over our eyes. So apparently she mm. did not get that crazy amount of surgery. She uh, was just playing the game. So touche, Paige. Touche. I hope you get fired. Hope you get fired. <laughs> uh, speaking of getting fired, like we said earlier, WWE released Velveteen Dream, Alexander Wolf, Jake Clements, Kavina David, Skylar Story, okay, Justin Duke. So who's who's the other guy? The only one that I know is Alexander Wolf, Velveteen Dream, and uh, Justin Justin Duke. Who are the other? Vanessa, guys? I don't know. Vanessa <laughs> Bourne, Ezra Judge, I know Skylar Vanessa Story, Bourne. Kavina David. Jake Clemens. Was Vanessa Bourne been there for like, what, 10 years? Yeah, she's been there for a while. Didn't do anything. But I think the most controversial, and this is crazy because we have Velveteen Dream in here, but the most controversial release was Drake Wirtz, the referee for yeah. NXT. Yeah. Now, he had a whole white power thing going and uh, conservative views that was just getting extreme and was making people uncomfortable. And... Like we said, we here at WrestlePV Podcast are not political at all. But I think what happened was he was just one of these supporters that was just an extremist mm. and was just really out there and just really made people uncomfortable. Like, we all know that person, right? Like, we all know that one person that's just like, well, this is how I see things, and then just go on a rampage and... And it's one thing to believe one thing, but when you try to turn people into believers, that's where it gets kind of culty. You don't want to, you don't <laughs> want to get, go down those lines. Um, but yeah, so apparently that was just making people very uncomfortable, and they released them. Yep. Um, so yeah. Uh, also, WWE returns to live events with a 25 city tour running through yeah. Labor Day. Uh, the tour starts July 16th on SmackDown at the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. Yep. So we're back, people. I have a feeling, though, that a majority of their tour dates is going to be on the West Coast. Yes, for sure. How is it over there in the East Coast? Uh, are they? Uh, are you guys at a, a close to 100%? Or, like, because I tell you, the, for the first time, like, <clears throat> they announced it, what, uh, last week sometime? that you don't have to wear a mask if you've been vaccinated yep. and all this other shit. Walmart came out and says, yeah, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. Bro, let me tell you, I forgot that that was out and I walked in with the mask and I'm seeing people without masks and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> you know, and they're like, no, you don't have to wear your mask. I was like, thank you. Block took it right off. <laughs> I, did. I did. I didn't care. Took it right off. Took it off. Went to well, here on the Target, East Coast. Took it off. Oh. Went to Home Depot. Took it off. Went to Lowe's, took it off. And I'm not talking about my mask. 
Whoa. <laughs> Talking about his undergarments. I was in my birthday suit. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> like, sir, you're going to have to cover up. Yeah, sir, can you please put that thing away? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> just got it. <laughs> it's the mask, sir, not your clothes. Sorry. <laughs> well, no, on the East Coast, it's weird because, like, I went to a Friday's restaurant, uh, and uh, you know how they say maximum amount of people, 250, right? They yeah. have, like, a line through the zero, and it's, like, 25. And, like, everybody's masked up. Everybody's just, like, on the sides. Everybody, like, nobody was near each other. So we're still, like, really? uh, being very conservative That's about how we handle things. Yeah. Ooh, no, I hear. Almost everything is just hunky-dory, which is yeah. with me because I hate wearing them damn masks. I'm vaccinated, by the way, too. Yeah. Actually, I'm nice. a magnet. I want to see if that magnet theory is true. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on my arm. If it sticks, oh, shit. But, no, I'm vaccinated. And I tell you, I'm not. I'm one of the ones that I hate wearing that fucking mask. Yeah. I do. I hate it. No, I hate it too. Yeah. So you know, like the only sense of relief, even during this pandemic, was when uh, we went to the comedy club a couple times, and you know, you had to wear your mask coming in, but the minute you sat, you can take it off. I'm like, that makes no sense. Yeah, um, that's like the we got the indoor outdoor restaurants in New York City. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, like, we have it here too. And well, it's like, we bro, it's like, bro, you're covered up. Like you, you, yeah. you're literally inside, outside. So yeah. it's just like it makes no sense. You have no ventilation. It's yeah. a box. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. It's just, for me, it's just I'm glad everything's going back to normal. Um, w. I'm curious to know uh, how their setup is going to be. Yeah. You know, are probably there, be a limited amount of people. I don't think it's full. Well, it, well, you got to remember too. In certain states, they, you know, like Texas, you know, yeah. they're at 100 full capacity. No, yeah, they are at 100. percent Yeah. So if they do shows that there, they're gonna, you know, pack that shit in. My yeah. thing is, how are they gonna set it up? Uh, is it gonna be like WrestleMania where they didn't even put plexiglass up? If you remember. Yeah, that's true. Or is it gonna be like uh, the old Raw set? And I say the old Raw set. I'm talking about during the pandemic. Remember when they had the plexiglass up? Yeah. And freeway all the way around the ring, and people were slamming on the glass and shit like that. Are, is it gonna be like that, or is it gonna be like you know what? We don't give a fuck. Fuck it. We're back to normal. Uh, so we will see. We will see. I mean, you know, baseball. You know, I'm a huge baseball fan. Um, I see, you know, Yankees, especially I'm a Yankee fan and I watch and they're not at a hundred percent, but no. you know, there's still people in bundles, which is, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's ridiculous. And then I looked in Texas when they played Texas, actually their stadium was full. I was like, oh yeah. shit, what a difference. What a difference. But my thing is, is that they're coming out saying that, um, the, uh, the COVID cases are low. They're, they yeah. haven't increased at all. So is WWE like, well, hey, if there's no COVID cases, then fuck it. We'll go yeah. normal too. I don't know. Sure. Well, that it's amazing. And we're back. We're almost there, guys. Keep, almost. keep it on. Uh, do what you got to do. If you're not vaccinated, keep the mask on. If you're uh, not planning on getting vaccinated, keep your social distancing going. You know, just, just be safe out there. Um, with that being said, four years ago to the day, Matt Novak defeated me the first time, and thus the name Ocho Perfecto was born. He became 
the second wrestling POV champion of all time. And this turned on to a run that will probably never be broken, Tony. He went on to win three straight pay-per-view points games. Yeah, I remember that. It was an amazing run. The first two yeah. was perfect scores. And yeah. The third one, he lost one match. It's something that's written in the history books that we'll never forget. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, Matt Novak, who usually does the NXT UK report, was like, well, it's my four-year anniversary, bitches, so I'm not doing it. <laughs> so he left me with this to say. He left me with this to say that Tyler Bate defeated A-Kid for a Heritage Cup champion sudden death match. Wow. Uh, they did the full six rounds. And... Uh, Matt Novak says this was one of the match of the year candidates. Really? Now, from what, listen, I am not a big, I'm not big on the Heritage Cup. You know this, Tony. Yeah. So I'm not going to say that it's match of the year candidate, but we'll put it in as a wild card for a match of the year candidate. Well, maybe. We'll, 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 well do I'm, some more research on it. it. Maybe you yeah. should, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, say fuck it, let's just put it in. And see what happens. Yeah, we'll, we'll put it. In. We haven't put an NXT UK match in the match of the year candidate, so maybe that this is true. Maybe. You know what? Sure. Fuck it. Let's open up the vault. <laughs> and uh, NXT UK match: Tyler Bate defeating A Kid to become the new Heritage Cup champion is now a match of the year candidate. Wow. I'm still gonna check it out though, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> All right, Tony, on to your rumors. I ain't got shit. Wow. Yeah, this is a, I, like I looked everywhere. Every, the only thing that I've been seeing is just about the uh, uh, releases. Um, uh, uh, they're going back to live crowds. That's it. Everything in my news, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's all. It's all came to fruition. It's. It's there. Yeah. Don't ever have me say that word again. Look at I saw the struggle. I saw it, you up in the hard. trembling. It, it was, was definitely hard. trembling. I had to stare at the sky real quick. Is it right? It's the vaccine, I'm telling you. <laughs> All right, injury. What do you got for injury? Injury, the Miz for the first time in his yes. career. Injured, tore his ACL. Now they don't know how severe the tear is, so they don't know how long he'll be out. But normally, normally when someone tears the ACL, it is six to nine months. So um, yeah, if he tore his ACL, it's six to nine months. I agree with you, but they said that they don't know. They know severe. They know the zombies got him. Is that what we're going with? (laughs) But let me tell you something. That's a blessing for him. It really yeah. is. I mean, it's a long run. It's a good run. I, yeah. It wasn't that bad. I hated him at one point. And then yeah. I feel like uh, he was one of my favorites. But this is good for him, though. He needs, now you, he's gonna you have to explain why. What's that? You're going to have to explain why it's a because, good thing. Because right now it sounds like it's good that he got injured. So I want you to explain <laughs> so fans don't be like, Tony because such listen, a listen, jerk. It, it just looks like that they're they were gonna keep going with this feud with Damian Priest. Yeah. That's why. I, I did not think that this was over by by far after that lumberjack match. Yeah. I think they were gonna continue it. So it was kind of because because think about it this way. On Monday Night Raw, what happened? It was him and Morrison in the lumberjack match. So it was, yeah. it was like 
you know, it was good that he's gone because then that way they can push Damian Priest to a different level, which I thought they were on Monday. And uh, he can take because I think him coming back would be something special also. Yeah. Oh, fuck. He's back. But the good thing about it is that he can come back as a baby or a heel. We won't. You know what I'm saying? He can come back as a baby and be like, ah, you know, I needed this time off to reflect and now and then do some sneak attack bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So it's good that he's, uh, you know, going to take some time off. Not that he's injured, but he's taking some time off. All right. And let's get into our hot tag news. This week, Kofi Kingston. (sighs) Should he get a second WWE title run? Now, I'm going to tell you this, Tony Diaz. Tell me. Um, This is ridiculous that he was even in this match. Um, Shelton Benjamin, off the top of my head, could be in this match instead of Kofi Kingston. Would be better against Bobby Lashley. Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods could have been better. Keith Lee. Um, What's his name? Jinder Mahal. All these guys that I would rather see have a title run yeah. or a second title run over yeah. Kofi Kingston. Damian and that's off Priest, the top of my head. Damian Priest. All the guys that made announcements about, oh, maybe I'll accept the challenge. Why did Kofi accept the challenge? And Kofi had a match already. Yeah. I honestly thought, you're right. I thought it was Xavier Woods. And they're like, no, he's pointing to Kofi. Why? Why? When is Xavier going to step up and say, enough is enough? And it's time for a change. Maybe he'll turn on Kofi. Hopefully. I hope so, too. We've been saying that for years. Yes. New Day is fucking done, bro. I hate it. It's ran its course. What more can these guys do to make me hate them? (sighs) Being on TV all the time, that's what they can do. But for me, I thought it was so selfish of Kofi. You know, he could have easily been like, yo, why don't don't we give Xavier a shot? Yeah. Instead, he takes that shot him i can't take this dude serious anymore i just can't no run as wwe championship was a joke yeah it was a joke i'm sorry if y'all think that i'm being an asshole for saying that i really don't care i don't keep listening to the show as what's that i said keep listening to the show people that think he that think he's a jerk yeah you can keep cursing me out that's fine but I just think that, that his run as WWE champion was a joke. Yes. And coming in as a fucking open challenge is a joke. Yep. No. But but let's not, let's not get it wrong, though. Xavier Woods is getting on my fucking nerves, too. The fucking trombone and the fucking... <laughs> Shut the fuck up, bro. But, but at the same time, though... If he was the one challenging him, I wouldn't have been so mad. No, yeah, it would have been different. But again, the antics, it's the fucking antics of this New Day shit. Yeah. It's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, it's bad. I don't like it. I tell you this much. And as far as the question goes, should coffee get another? Coffee. Yeah. Coffee. Where's my coffee? Where's the producer? Um, should Kofi get another shot? Uh, or another WWE Championship run. I, I, no, no. I don't want to see the... Because, honestly, I don't see the fucking pancakes in the fucking um, belt. belt. I don't know. No, no. Please. God, no. Darren Metzler, he said, it's not about that anymore. They put belts on anyone who really, uh, with really a good build. 
I do like Lashley and Reigns on top, both heels and dominant. Uh, yeah, you're somewhat right. He's somewhat right. Um, Josh Sanders says, no, Shelton Benjamin deserves it more. And WWE could have told a story between him and Lashley and got Shelton uh, babyface over. WWE has underutilized Shelton since his return to WWE. Screw Coffee Mania 2. I don't think they screwed, uh, they underutilized Shelton since he's been back because uh, he was tag team champion. So, yeah. and he was in a good, he was in a damn good faction at one point. Uh, why they break it up, I don't know. I think it was dumb to break them up. They should have broke up the New Day. They should have, yeah, if anything, break up the fucking New Day. What are they doing for him? Jesus yep. Christ. But no, but I do agree that Shelton should be should have been that one person to challenge him. I would have been angry with that. They could have yeah. actually did something decent because the oh well the next paper was what uh, Hell in a Cell. Yeah. So um, is it Hell in a Cell worthy? Um, Lashley or Shelton? I think they could have definitely built it. Yeah. To be worthy. Not in the not in the Hell in a Cell though. I mean. They actually could have, to be honest. They could. Yeah. They could have, you know. So, yeah. yeah it, it, I don't know. Split up the New Day. Put Xavier in NXT. Give him a fucking run in NXT. Yeah. You know. But honestly, I think if he goes to NXT, I think that'll ruin NXT. That's, that's Seriously. possible. Seriously. Well, I mean, oh, my God. What, what's that new group in NXT, the rap group? What are oh, they? Uh, the Hit, hit Row. Hit, hit row, whatever they call, row your boat. Um, I think if he did go to NXT, that's who he should feud with. Yeah, but then he would have to, the thing of it is he would have to put them over because they're a new faction. That's He's true. not gonna lose. He ain't gonna do it. Him but, and Leon Ruff together. Oh boy, <laughs> that's a comedy skit right there. You know what? I'm being honest with that. That's not a bad. Like mix right there, Leon Ruff and uh, Xavier Woods. You put Brizongo in there. You have a new Job squad. No. Ooh. Maybe. I like that. Maybe. And then and uh, Prince Pretty and uh, Xavier yeah. have a good relationship with Up Up Down Down. True. I think that's good. Wow. Wow. It's just like it just comes off the top of the head. Honestly, yeah. it just it just comes out as gold, Jerry. It's fucking gold. Right into the toilet. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Oh man! Damn. All right. Uh, anything else on this? Kofi? Nah. Um, Kofi belongs in the turlet. Yeah, he belongs in the turlet, and it's stupid. He does yeah. not know. I hope they squash it real quick on Monday. I, uh, or who knows? Maybe they did this just to see what the fans' reactions would be with him getting this shot, and uh, hopefully they'll see that as all negative. And yeah. they can be like, all right, well, a lot of people don't want to see this shit, so let's scrap that idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, we need fans back for that uh, ah, specifically, right? Just so they can fucking boo the hell out of the, the people that we think. Because I told you what they do with Thunderdome; they tell you to fucking cheer yeah. and to boo, and yeah. if you don't do it, they kick you. So it's like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there, that is your hot tag news. And also, if anybody else wants to drop us a line on our Facebook page, do so. We can either use it for uh, a hot tag news or maybe a Facebook post and discuss it on the show. With that being yes. said, let's take a pause for the calls. And when we come back, we have 
This Week in Wrestling. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Wrestling POV Podcast as you can get five t-shirts. You said five t-shirts, people. Five t-shirts. I don't know the rest of it because he's kind of doing Max Hedrum type deal here. So he's still talking a lot. Oh, there it is. Well, maybe not. Anyway, but he's talking about the whole uh, pro wrestling tease. I don't know the whole spiel because I don't do this part. I don't do this part. It's hard to do this part. But anyway, I'm going to go straight into the... uh, what do we call this segment? Jesus Christ. This Week in Wrestling. And we're going to start with Raw. Uh, while he's uh, fixing himself up over there, uh, Raw, uh, for me, it started pretty decent. Look at that. And he disappeared. Ain't that some shit? He said, fuck it. I'm out. But anyway, I'll start it. Uh, for me, my high notes was, uh, honestly, my high point of Raw was Sheamus versus Ricochet surprisingly and uh that i gave it a three and a half it was a really good match even though we knew that sheamus was gonna win this um it's just uh he was good i liked it the match was good um uh, rick is back now are you better now (laughs) and i still can't hear you because your your mic is on mute rick fix it Well, what happened was well, I just got so are. excited about the, the five T-shirts and it just like got a stroke. And well, that's what it was. Just went up to all you said was up to the five T-shirts and then you disappeared. Yeah, nineteen ninety nine yeah. plus shipping and handling. But yeah, are we going over low points of Raw? We're at the high points of Raw. Oh, well, the high points of Raw for me was AJ defeating Elias. I gave it a 2.5. Well, um, nothing was, over I was 2. going about week. my high points. Oh, OK. So continue. Then I, I will. It's just you appeared and fucked everything up. But anyway, I do agree with you on that one. But my uh, my high point was Sheamus versus Ricochet. I okay. thought that was a good match. It, you know, and I, like I just said, I sound like I'm repeating myself, but I'm going to repeat it anyway. So you can hear is that I we all knew that he was winning. We all knew yes. that Sheamus was winning. But I, I the only thing I don't like is the goofiness of Ricochet. Yes. Know, I was like, get back with that. And again, with the no gear. Yep. What he's going to do with this, is this going to be his new gear? To me, that's stupid. Um, yeah. But it was it was a good match. And it goes to show that Ricochet uh, is an asset to that company. And, yes. Uh, for me, this was a really, really good match. So, uh, okay, now, go ahead, finish what you were saying about AJ and yeah. Elias. AJ and Elias. That this was a good match or a high point and- for you. Tony, anytime AJ Styles is in a match, it's always going to be a contender for a high point of the night, unless they're fighting the New Day. Um, but uh, I think it showed off Elias very well, but it also showed what AJ can do with anybody. AJ makes everybody look like gold. So I gave it a 2.5. The finish I didn't like with the disqualification. Yeah. Um, it makes Omos look like a stumbling, bumbling, oh, I'm going to get you. And it's just like <laughs> slow pace walking. And then, oh, AJ gets attacked again. It's yeah. just like, okay, doesn't really work for me. But, yeah, I gave that 2.5. I also gave a 2.5 to Alexis Playground. Don't get me wrong. It was good, but it's starting to get stale. 
Yeah. She got to do something. Yeah. I know she's doing Think stuff. Think of it this way. Think of it this way, too. When Bray Wyatt started coming out with the Firefly Funhouse, you know, it took a while because they were yeah. trying to set everything up. But it took a while. And then finally, when we got it, we were like, oh, shit, this yeah. is dope. Yeah. So I guess that's what they're doing with uh, Alexa Bliss. I still like it, though. No, yeah, and we do see what she's doing with uh, Shayna and Reginald and stuff yeah. like that. Like, she's fucking with them, so yeah. it's pretty good to see that. But I want to see a little bit more yeah. of Alexa. Uh, but, yeah, like you said, I think I'm just being a little impatient. But that's who I am. I'm impatient. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so another close I have to uh, probably one of my mentionables uh, honorable mention is the Oscar versus Charlotte. I like this match, even though, you know, they're kind of getting excessive with it. This yep. was a good match and Oscar came out on top, which I liked. So yeah. I gave this a three also. All right. Low oh. points. Where were your low points, Rick? Uh, my lowest point of the night had to have been Kofi defeating Lashley. I gave it a point five. It's not believable. It's abominable. It's obnoxious. It's fucking petulant. It's stupid. It's ignorant. It's ignoramus. It's just dumb. Yeah. Nasty. It is. Yes. I agree with you, uh, but I gave it up 1.5. And the reason why I gave okay. it 1.5 was because just the match itself. It wasn't that bad. The storytelling was still there, but I couldn't... I would. I would freaking punch myself in the face if i gave it more than a one one and a half yeah but i gave it a one and a half because of the wrestling itself and even you know lashley's good man let me tell you something lashley's pretty good he's he's uh, improved a lot since uh uh his return yeah um, absolutely but yeah that that was just bad really bad um and i agree with you on that one um we, yeah, that's it. That's your raw. Oh, wait. Uh, overall, I gave raw 2.05 this week. Okay. Yeah. Overall, I gave raw 1.7. All right. All right. It is now time for AEW Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> All right. For those um, that don't know, when we do <laughs> that little skit there, it's, 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 uh, just go back to the exploding ring match, please. Yes. Okay, if you don't know why we do the go go look at AEW's exploding ring. There you go. Yes. All I got to say about that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, My lowest points for AEW this week had to be Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky's promo. Gave that a one. Mm -hmm. I do not like Scorpio Sky. I never liked Scorpio Sky, and I just feel like he just gets worse and worse as the day goes on. Um. Yeah, gave that a well, let me, one. Let me, let me ask you something, though. Yes. I like Scorpio Sky. I think he's a very, very good talent. But I do agree with what you said, though, that it's like every time they show him, it's getting worse and worse. It's like, wait a minute, what the fuck happened? What do yeah. you think happened? Because he, he's good. And I did. Yeah. I, and actually, I could have sworn I heard either you say or maybe it was guys from Global say that um, he was uh, – we wouldn't mind him getting that NXT, the AEW push for the title. Yeah. That, that, yeah, it's like, yeah, that would be a good pick. What do you think went wrong? I think what went wrong was they gave him a mic. Um, if you remember, when he was with SCU, 
he was just the wrestler. He was the guy that was getting the job done. Right. You know, yeah. you got Frankie Kazarian, you got uh, Christopher Daniels doing all the talking. Yeah. He gets on a mic and you're just like, I don't believe you. I don't believe the words that are coming out of your mouth. <laughs> so that's my, that's what I have an issue with. And that's okay. what I think it is. Okay. Yeah. My other little point was Anthony Agogo defeating Gunn. Um, I just did not like this match. I think a go-go should have had a one hit a quitter and just <laughs> left it at that. Uh, for those of you that don't know the terminology I just used, it's pretty much a one hit and you're knocked the hell out. And that's what they should have done. Yeah. But, uh, and, and I mentioned last week, um, that his left eye, like he's, yes partially blind he's like 78 percent blind yeah do you think that's why they're doing this it's a possibility they did bring it up a lot during the they did the match yeah oh i didn't hear that yeah oh wow okay well there you go <laughs> there you go and i All think right. what's going on too is that uh because obviously he's gonna have that matchup with cody rhodes at double or nothing is it yes, double sir. or nothing yeah and um, they might be rehearsing their match to make it a match. Who, who knows? I don't know. But I think that has to do a lot with it. Yeah. Uh, Tony, what are your low points of AEW? Uh, I had two of them, which was Austin Gunn versus a go-go. I gave it a one and the pinnacle promo. I wasn't a fan of that. It was like, and the reason why I wasn't a fan of it is because they're sitting at that dinner table and Sean Spears is acting like he was the shit. It's like, bro, you can't, yeah. you were just about a jobber in WWE. And then now you're trying to act like a bad, no, it doesn't, it's not working. For me, it's not working. I just, no, I agree with you. I just didn't like it. One, I gave it a one. Didn't. All right. And uh, my highest points of AEW was the Young Bucks defeating the Varsity Blondes. Gave it a three. Um, I think that was the match of the night. I think the Young Bucks are giving their best right now. Honestly, I'm enjoying their wrestling. I'm enjoying the antics that they do. Um, they're doing a good job with it. So I gave it a three. What is your high point of the night? Yeah, no, I totally disagree with you. I didn't like wow. that at all. No. Wow. Yeah. Young Bucks and Varsity, I didn't like it at all. And I know wow. Bucks always goes all out with their with their matches and stuff. I just didn't like this one. I really didn't. For me, the one that stood out the most, and I gave it a three, was uh, Serena D versus Red Velvet. Wow. Three, yeah. I enjoyed this woman's match. This was good. It started off a little slow, but the way they were working in the ring, the storytelling in the ring, I was like, oh, wow, this is actually pretty good. And for me, that stood out for AEW. Okay. Um, What did you think of uh, Eddie Kingston taking the sneakers and the socks? Yeah. I mean, that's that's only a New York City thing right there. That's a New York City. You got to take take the socks. Yeah. (laughs) That's a New York City thing. So, yeah. I I, I talked about that. I did check. Oh, man. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, Tony, uh, overall, I gave AEW a 1.9. What about you? I gave it a 1.83. All right. Interesting. Interesting. All right, Tony, on to NXT. All right. NXT. Uh, let's just go straight into the low point of NXT. Uh, for me, honest, and I hated to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. It was Alexander Wolf versus Killian Dane. And I feel yep. bad saying that because Homeboy got released shortly after that. Uh, I gave it a 0. 0.5. I was like, this this is just dumb. I wish they went somewhere with it, and obviously it was to kick Alexander Wolf out. 
Um, but my other low point too was Hit Row versus Nissan Davari. What a way to fucking job out Nissan Davari. I like both of those two talents, and those were the wrong yeah. two you had to do that with. I gave it a 0.5. I do got a side note speaking of that. To me, it's like they did this whole faction, Hit Row. And yeah. for it's like Swerve, you couldn't even beat Leon Roth. What makes you think you can run a fucking posse? Seriously. Right. It, it Not pussy. No posse. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just ridiculous. It's like, yeah. it's, it's like I just don't like it, period. That not with him. If they would have did, um, if they would have had Swerve on a different level, other than having that feud with uh, Leon Ruff, then yeah. I would have been okay with this little faction. But just the simple fact that you had a hard time with Leon Ruff and you didn't even beat him and yeah. you let this dude punk you out and you're going to run a faction, try to act like you're bad at No, that doesn't work. Yeah. To me, that's why I hate this group. I hate it with a passion. Rick, what was your low point? My lowest point was the way in their massages, man. That, first of all, stop spending so many segments with these people. Gave it a 0.5. I just really, really, really dislike it. I also gave a one to Pete Dunn's sit-down interview. Pete Dunn should not be talking. I'm sorry. He's talking about it when he talks. It's just, I don't believe what he's saying. Yeah. He's just like, it's weird. It's weird. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, but you know yeah. what's funny? Uh, Killian Dane and Alexander Wolf were both part of Sanity. Yes. Uh, Eric Young also part of Sanity. So now mm-hmm. Eric Young, uh, Alexander Wolf both released, but Killian Dane and Nikki Cross still there. Yeah. Married. <laughs> Interesting, right? Interesting. Yeah. It is. It is. But all uh, right. That's your low point. Yes, sir. All righty. So for me, my high points of NXT. It was Legato de Fantasma. Yes. Saturn Champa. I gave it a three and a half. Almost a four. Damn goodness. Nice. Uh, I love the fact that they gave the win to Legato de Fantasma. Um, they deserve it. These guys are fucking workaholics, man. Holy yeah. shit. The definition of tag team, their picture should be right on there. But I yeah. gave it a three and a half. I really, really love this match. Rick, what was your high points? You know what? I gave it a three as well. Legato de Fantasma defeating Toothless Timmy and Tomasa <laughs> Champ. Um, let me tell you something. This was a great match, but I have to tell you this. I really, I'm really starting to like the grizzled young veterans. <laughs> really starting to like them too. Yeah. And uh, I think that they're going to tear it down with uh, Thatcher and Ciampa. They okay. definitely got to do something hard-hitting. Uh, right. Honorable mention, of course, is Bronson Reed winning the North American title yeah. against Johnny Gargano. What, what did you it, give that, by the way? I gave it a 2.5. So did I. Um, it was a basic <laughs> average match. If he would have jumped now, if he would have jumped off the top of the cage. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but I feel like he was just like, that's too high, homie. Yeah. That's too, <laughs> that's too high, homie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that was my Hilarious. highest points of NXT. Oh, and speaking of hilarity, Cameron Grimes. <laughs> what are they going to do with this with Ted DiBiase? Uh, what, what is the end know. game here? I, I think what's going to end up happening is Ted DiBiase is going to manage Cameron Grimes. I think that's going to okay. happen. I hope that's what happens anyway. They bring the million dollar title back. Ooh, hmm. They might, but they also might change it up. 
Yeah. You know, they might call it something else, maybe. I don't know. I don't or, know. or because the million dollar man has been making websites. His yeah. son has a website. Yeah. Does Teddy Yassi Jr. come back? Oh, shit. I don't know. Does he want to come back? I don't know. He had a website, he really million dollar son. Yeah. But I don't think he likes wrestling anymore. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Something to think about. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So overall, I gave NXT a 1.64 this week. Rick, what did you do? I I also gave it close to that. I gave it a 1.7. Wow. It is now time for the SmackDown breakdown. Um, Suck it. Uh, Lowest points of SmackDown had to be the opening with the champions promo. Yeah, I was just like, what are you doing? This is just stupid. First of all, Apollo Cruz, I don't believe you when you open up your eyes so everyone can see what you are thinking. I don't believe it. (laughs) So speaking of Apollo Cruz, I'm putting his ass in the book. I am tired of it. I'm done. I tried to give it a chance, but I'm sorry to say, homie, when I hear how you really talk and then you went to this level, I love the gimmick. I don't want anybody to think that I'm wrong. The gimmick is awesome, but you need to get rid of Aziz. That's a fucking insult and a half. And that fucking spirit that you're carrying, I get it. I understand. I'm not trying to say anything bad, but that's it. For some reason, it just doesn't fit his profile right now. No. Love the change, the colors and everything, how you went to pants instead of tights yep you know i really do but and then but they're adding shit to it that they didn't need to they added the accent when they didn't really need to he's from nigeria we get it okay fine doesn't mean you have to speak like that i'm puerto rican do you hear me speaking with a broken accent no you don't i don't i don't sometimes sometimes you do it sometimes sometimes you know when i get on the show and you know i speak it happens you know i I, I, can see you know, and I just give them five dollars, and that's it. I see, I see, tato. But that's the only time you'll ever hear me do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I just think it's too much. And when he's it, now, here's the thing: the reason why I'm putting, I'm putting. By the way, is I'm calling it Apollo's non-accent is going into okay. Book. But the reason why I'm doing it is because now I know some Haitian dudes. Okay, I know yes. some Nigerian dudes, and. They do talk like that, but when he's doing it, he emphasizes a lot of words. Like when he says yes. the Intercontinental Championship, he goes, the Intercontinental Championship. It's like they don't talk like that. Right? <laughs> they don't. When he, he emphasizes, that's what I mean when, he's, when I say he emphasizes certain words. And it's like, yeah. I know they don't talk like that, bro. So stop. The Intercontinental Championship. It's like, <laughs> shut the fuck up already, man. So Apollo's non accent is going in the book. All right, Apollo's not accent. You just read the book. Fucker. Yeah, so yeah, that was my lowest point. I do have to say, though, Bailey saved it. I'll give you that. <laughs> but, yo, now, Tony, I'm going to ask you, am I becoming an obsessant, or is it just that she's just that good? No, she's just that good. Okay, because thank you. The reason, the reason why I'm saying that is if you look at my notes, you see what it says right yep. there, the first one? Yep. It says... I have, by the way, that part, I agree with you. That's my lowest point. But I wrote Bailey's was the best part. That's what I got on my notes. And the reason why, and like I was going to say, Bailey couldn't even save this promo. I didn't want to do that. I I didn't want to say that. 
is because she could. There was no way she could save it. But she, her part in this was still enjoyable. Yes, it's still enjoyable. Yeah. she's she is fucking she's good. good. Um, she's that good. That's why I said, I said it last week too. I said she does not need to go back as a baby face. Please don't no. do that. Her as a heel right now, she's killing me. Yes, killing. Me. Do you have any other low points for us right now? Um, there was a, a bunch of ones, but um, yeah. oh, the Dominic versus Bobby Roode. Seriously? Oof. Seriously? Yeah. Did you really just yep. do this to fucking Bobby Roode? Oh, yep. Ridiculous. Oh, and by the way, uh, a little another little side note. Side note. Talking about Dominic, he will be down in the mask soon. Nice. He will be. Uh, Ray Mysterio did say that. Yeah, uh, the plan was to have him in the mask. Uh, we're not going to do it right now because, you know, the storyline and da da da. He goes, but eventually he will. We don't know when, okay. but eventually he will. So, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, highest points of SmackDown for me was the Intercontinental Championship match. <laughs> uh, I gave it a 3.5. I, was, I really enjoyed the match. Apollo ended up winning the match because of Aleister Black making his return. I thought that gave it a little oomph as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, overall, I gave it a 3.5. What was your high points? Same thing, that uh, the main event, and I gave it a 3. It was it was yeah. nice to see Alex the Black back, though. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It was. I was like, okay, this is different. This is good. Now, Tony, I have to throw this at you. What are your thoughts on Rick Bouge? Who is he? <laughs> Seriously. He did the Old Spice commercial. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. And I, but is he a wrestler? He's a wrestler, it looks like. Wow. No, I've seen him in those Old Spice commercials, but I'm yeah. like, what the fuck's he doing here? He plays a mean-ass guitar. Yeah. <laughs> now, what do you think about that? That he He's playing guitar for Shinsuke, but you have Elias on Raw. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Is it too much instruments? Or... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um, if they stay away from oh, that. Oh, and you have dude, Xavier as well. Yeah. Yeah, with the trumpet. But I think if they stay away from that with this dude, it can work, or maybe they're looking at it as well. That's an electric guitar. He plays, yeah. the, a, you know, it's like, oh, come on. If they're thinking of it like that, then no. But if they stay away from that, I guess that's fine. I never heard of this dude, to be honest. Yeah. Like, Honestly, I love it. I loved it. It's not bad. Great. But what I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping they're going to do with Shinsuke is what how he was in New Japan with the King of Strong Style. Yeah. He did. I yeah. hope they, they're going that route because yeah. he was a bad motherfucker when he was doing that in New Japan. Yeah. So I hope they're doing that uh, here. And honestly, yeah. No. Yeah. I, I honestly think Rick Booz is going to be a help to Nakamura for his promos and stuff like that. Yes. And, that I agree uh, with. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just loved it. Uh, I thought it was great. Uh, but overall, I gave SmackDown a 1.9 this week. What about you? I gave it a 1.5. Woo! Yeah. All right. A bunch of ones in there. It is now time for Raw versus AEW versus NXT versus SmackDown. Currently, NXT is ahead two to Raw's one to AEW's one to SmackDown's one. Tony, who are you going with this week? You guys are going to be shocked when I say this, but I'm going AEW, Raw, mm-hmm. NXT, and SmackDown. Okay, interesting. I was, because I was more interested. I uh, was more invested in AEW than all three shows put together. You know what? I couldn't agree with you more. I actually have AEW as my highest point 
I actually have AEW and SmackDown were tied with 1.9, and NXT and Raw were tied with 1.7. I feel like everything was right there with each other. Like, any yeah. of these could be the top show. Yeah. But um, I, I got to go with AEW this week. So AEW will be tied for first place with NXT. So it's two yeah. to two to Raw and SmackDown's one. Wow. What does that tell you, man? Like, the top two shows when it comes yeah. to ratings, SmackDown and then Raw, are now losing to NXT and AEW. Yeah. It goes to show you that they, it's just it's, like baseball. It's still early. Oh, they of course. Getting in the season, we got a full year to get to WrestleMania. Yeah. Is when we decide who the champion is. Currently, NXT has won three years in a row, but yeah. now we add AEW to the mix. We'll see what happens. Yeah. All right, Tony. It is time for the book. Yeah, those that are new to the show. Basically, what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling, and we do it just to get a good laugh, you know. And um, we're we're almost done with these trying times now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a couple more months, guys. Just hang in there, please. But still, keep listening to the show even afterwards. Absolutely. Uh, it's just gonna get better. It gets better every week. Um, yeah, and like I said, we do it just to get a good laugh. Uh, you ready? Yes, sir. Coronavirus. It's Stay. almost there. Almost there. Stays. Dragon breath. Yeah. Stays. Roman's choppers. It stays. They zoomed in. And this <laughs> shit. They <laughs> zoomed in. I was like, like, look at these teeth. Yeah. <laughs> you know how much I pay for these motherfuckers? A house. Uh, the, yeah. the way. Stays. They ruin wrestling. Yeah. AEW rankings, we already said. Uh, yep. Tony's hatred for Sasha because she sucks. Stace. <laughs> Clay. Stace. He knows uh, what he, we got to do. Heyman's googly eyes. Bro, he's amazing. Isn't he it? is amazing. He's like, is there anything else I can do for you? Yeah. Like, come on, yeah. bro. This guy. This motherfucker. He's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, Morrison's cockadoo to do. <laughs> oh, Johnny Drip Drip Stace. Yeah. Sasha's ghetto laugh. <laughs> oh, AJ's Billy Goat. <laughs> he he trimmed oh, it down a little Billy bit. Billy Goat tea, but, sorry. But it stays. It stays. And the new entrant into the book, Apollo's non-accent. That The Intercontinental Champion stays. The Intercontinental. Like, bro, no. They don't do that. Oh. <laughs> All right, you know what? This was a quick and uh, quick show today. Uh, we do have things to do, but we were still trying to get this content out for you, my peoples. Our Absolutely, people, the fans of Wrestling POV that listens to our show, that listens to Wrestling POV Global's show, and all the other shit that we put out there. Yes, we really do absolutely. appreciate it, though. So, in yes. return, what y'all can do is buy a shirt. Jesus. Buy a fucking shirt. 1999. You don't ask for much. So with that being said, before we close the show, Rick will still have to defend his five-second struggles championship. No clues again this week. He has to get the best three out of five. Three out of five to uh, retain his championship. So far the past two weeks, he's been getting some softballs thrown at him. Uh, Clay put it on there. He was like, Jesus, Rick, can you get any more softballs? All right, Clay. (laughs) So he just has to get the best of three and go from there. Um, So with that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the third wheel. Rick Sorrell, the third. Love, peace, and wrestling. We will see y'all next week. Peace out. All right, you ready, Rick? Yes, sir. your first one.
Oh, is that uh, the Iron Sheik? Jesus Christ, the Iron Sheik. Yes. <laughs> I thought you was going to say uh, Zoltan. Uh, was I was going to say somebody good. else, but I couldn't remember the name. Yeah. Sorry. Wow. All right. Well, uh, I got the first one. Here's the second one. Oh. Um, doom, doom, doom. Uh, Five seconds. I, I'm going to go with, uh, is that Chris Masters? It is not Chris Masters, but it is Curtis Axel. Curtis Axel, nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's uh, song, oh, song number two. You're only yeah. one for two now. Uh, song number three. Here we go. Yes! <laughs> Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, yes. That is number two. One more, and you will retain. Yes. So you got yes. two. Yes. Two out of three so far. Here we go. Ayo, it's Reza Ramon. Jesus, I was well. We've been to this discussion before. Yes. Um, because Mick Foley's old theme music used to sound like that too. Exactly. Um, Jesus Christ, you got another one, but. You did miss one. This oh week. man! <laughs> oh my lord! Everybody's probably just throwing everything around. Clay's probably just having a hissy fit right now. So <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> <have to write. laughs> 